Hello, hello, hello. What is up? I'm Jay Artis with a brand new episode of the Positive Wolf Podcast, which is all about making you a complete badass by weekly podcast episodes. And today we have Negara here from yeah. Inner Vibration doing the podcast with us today. So Hi, Nagar. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Hi. Thank you so much for reaching out. This was such a fun idea, and I'm always down to do interviews with anyone who is really trying to help a community grow. Um, so I'm Nagar. I'm, I created Inner Vibration about... <laughs> You're like the dog back there yeah. and everything. <laughs> Sorry, we're back. Technical difficulties. <laughs> so... Um, I created Inner Vibration about a couple years ago. I had just come out of a really toxic relationship. I was going through a lot of career changes and I was sort of just refinding myself and rediscovering myself. I had already such a set um, sort of like box and boundary of who I was and who I needed to be to please my parents, my friends, my community and who I needed to be to, to make my parents so proud. And it just got to the point where it was no longer passion and it was more about like ego and feeding my ego and making sure I'm better than everybody else and climbing up the corporate ladder and going to law school and doing all that stuff. So it started off um, not feeling, you know, passionate anymore. It started off not feeling like it was coming from my soul anymore. And so right. I had a little transition phase where I was so lost. I had no idea what I wanted to do at all. And I had this page in a vibration as just, you know, a little page where I would repost other people's uh, posts. And then eventually I said, you know what, let me let me start making my own posts, like my own quotes. And I, I say intelligent things, let me share that with people. So I started right. to do that. And then eventually I was like, let me just take it a step further. And all this was happening while I had like a really meaningless full-time job because I had just come out of my law, my legal field. And so I just wanted just to make money and not be attached to anything and not be, because I wasn't passionate about anything. I had no idea what it was I was going to do. So I said, I, let's just, you know, make some money and then I'll just kind of figure it out. And then I said, you know, let me kind of, let me do videos. And my first video was filmed in this basement. This basement looked a little different. I was on a little like red couch and the quality was bad. I was filming it on my laptop. Okay. I had a phone, but I didn't think to use it. <laughs> I filmed it on my on my laptop and I kid you not, Jay, I was using my phone's flashlight as lighting. Okay? I had like, no money, no idea, no I was not creative. I didn't know what to do. Like I didn't I just right. wanted to make the video. I didn't care about equipment and lighting. I was like, I'm just gonna make it just for the fun of it. And right. you know, a year later I, I have over a hundred videos on my YouTube now. My YouTube channel is a four day a week show which means I post, I upload a video every other day. So it's pretty aggressively, um, you know, my, my content marketing for YouTube is pretty aggressive right now. And now here we are, Inner Vibration is a full-blown online coaching business. So I do personal development as well as I teach people how to brand, how to grow their brand and how to either create a strategy or um, redirect their strategy with regards to how they're growing. And I'm all about genuine followers, genuine growth. And I always tell and teach people that, you know, followers does not mean paying clients. So if you have a thousand followers that are really good and they they support you, your engagement is good, you should be more than happy, um, you know, and not be expecting and, you know, being ungrateful for, for the platform that you're given, you know? Right, right. 
So what you're trying to say is that it's better to have like 200 followers and have like more engagement than a person with like 10,000 and like little to no yeah. engagement. Yeah, there course. are people. Yeah, absolutely. There are people with over 20, 30,000 followers. And, you know, as you know, as someone who's in marketing and someone who's, who, who has an eye and who pays attention to things, like I'll go and I'll just click on their followers and like half of it is no profile picture, zero posts, zero followers, and it's like they're fake accounts. Like, right. and, I, and I, I sit there and I wonder, like, do people not realize? Are you guys not seeing? Like, be genuine. Like, work on your right. content. Work on whatever it is that is that's your passion. So followers, it's just it's it's just it's just a number. Yes, numbers speak, but if if it's not like you know, when people say numbers speak, they're talking about like money and bank account and investment. They're not talking right. about Instagram followers. <laughs> Right, it's all about more about engagement. It's more yeah. about getting the audience out there, and it's more about you know creating and spreading your vision to yeah. other people, yeah. other than yeah. just like fake followers on Instagram. Exactly. And for us, well, for me apparently yeah. right now is we're trying to get the engagement out there. We're trying to get more people to subscribe to our newsletter and everything. Yeah. And, and you're just, like you're like you're 17 and you're doing this like. I'm so proud of you and I'm so amazed that at 17 you're starting, like you're gonna, like I just, I can't even imagine the possible, like the possibilities are endless for you at like 22. At 22 you'll still be a baby and you'll still be like just beginning but you'll be so, you know, already so, so, so in depth with what you're doing. Right, yeah. I get a lot of, sometimes I get a lot of backlash, I get sometimes a little more criticism than anything because they tell me like I'm young, right, like yeah. I don't know the market. Yeah. And I don't know how to do this because I have no experience in the yeah. market. Yeah. And so, sometimes it gets to me. Sometimes it doesn't get to me because I know like what my vision is and I know I want to be successful in life yeah. later on. And that is like what I bring to the yeah. value and people. Yeah. That's basically what I want to do. Totally. And apparently you want to do as well. I mean, you're still yeah. young as well. A lot yeah. Of people say, like, <laughs> baby I'm I feel like I'm a baby I honestly I don't consider myself old I don't consider myself like an expert or a guru by any means I'm just me you know I I go after what I what I know is me what I know I desire what I know is my sole purpose and I just you know since since starting this not only has the business taken off but like I have changed as a person because if I stayed who I was three years ago the business there's no way it would have changed like if I if my belief and my my limits, they were the same as like, you know, three years ago. There's no way that I could be where I am today. And it's not like where I am today, like I made it or anything. No, but like, I'm literally just getting started too. Right, right. Yeah. Everyone's journey is different. Yeah. And everyone's journey is, as long as you keep pursuing for what you want in life, then obviously you're going to make it. You're going to exactly. do good, girl. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, so for our next question here is, what do you put people for your value and how do you determine that value toward others the value for myself what value i bring right the value that you bring so my story with how i guess bravely or how much how much courage i had to leave something so stable like something it's so stable as like law you know you're never going to go out of well, hopefully if you're a good lawyer <laughs> you're never going to go out of business if you're a lawyer something like a lawyer doctor engineer something like in the corporate world um you know, which like a PhD, like something that's that's more like higher education. It takes a lot of courage to to admit to yourself that that's not you anymore, and to allow yourself to change and to say, you know, I had a good run with this. I I really liked it at the time, but now I'm just changing and I'm just expanding. 
and I have to be okay with that. So it takes a lot of a lot of courage. There's a lot of fear and limits with regards to making that decision and making that shift. One of the biggest things that I talk about and I talk about from experience and people relate to is that I was able to make that step and just, you know, cut the cord and just leave like whole turkey, just leave that corporate field. I left um, just after writing my, my LSAT the second time and I made a deal with, I swear to God, I made a deal with the universe just within me and I said, you know, I'm so lost. And I don't know if this is what I want to do anymore. I feel like it's not, but I'm too scared to admit it out loud. So please, right. if I'm meant to do something else, if I can bring more value to myself and love myself and be happier in any other way, in any other direction, please show me a sign that I cannot ignore. And I've never, I don't think I've ever, oh, I, I have a video on this on my YouTube channel, but this is the first time I'm saying this in an interview. Um, <laughs> I got my, I kid you not and you know it's not something you, you should like I, I'm proud of but like it did happen it's my truth I got my second score back for my LSAT and it was lower than my first score like what a big mm -hmm. sign like it's not some like it's just there's nothing bigger that I could like I could get and there's no there's no ignoring that yeah so leaving that and then you know having a talk with my parents and sitting down and being like hey guys like it became more of a dream for them to be for me to be a lawyer than it was for me <laughs> oh Feel it. Those steps and having like no support, and not, yeah, and and having no support and not knowing what what was gonna happen, but just being like whatever is gonna happen, like I'm open to it. If I'm meant to do something better and bigger, I'm open to it. And as soon as you say like I'm open to it, I'm you know, and you're you're hearing this when you're 17, and I really hope that this is something <laughs> that will either resonate with you now or at least sometime in the future will resonate with you, is when you say, when you just declare, and you have to be genuine, when you declare, I'm I'm open to something new, man, the possibilities that just get thrown at you are just endless. So the value that I bring is possibility. You know, aside from being so active on social media and having a YouTube channel and doing this and doing that, I bring possibility. And I don't sell it because possibility is free. You just have to believe in it. Faith is the thing that you got to pay for. And you, you pay for it by defeating your fears, defeating your darkness, and overcoming your insecurities. So it's not easy to, to let go of fear. It, it costs you. It costs you a new person. But possibility is free. And so that is, I think, the core of all my content. Right. So basically what you're trying to say is that you are bringing value towards others by providing free services for others. And have you ever, like, thought about monetizing it? And if so, why? Do you yeah, need to so monetize? monetizing my services? Mm-hmm. Like, so to right make now, some money. Yeah, so right now I'm taking on clients, and that's how I've monetized the business. So I'm taking on clients, uh, whether in personal development, so, like, life coaching, like, an hour, or I have different packages. I do hourly, just if you want, like, a quick advice. You want my quick opinion about something, or you want a quick advice, you can just buy an hour of my time. And so that's like one option. And then I have packages where more it's more hours and the prices are a little bit cheaper just because that's how packages work and that's how like, you, you market your packages. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's how I've, I've monetized it. And then now the direction that I'm taking now is um, creating courses. Oh, you're creating courses. Like yeah. on Skillshare, Udemy, or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My marketing team is still, is still picking one out for me. But um, yeah, one of those platforms. <laughs> Definitely not Udemy though, because um, I've I've done I've done my own research as well too. 
And I mm-hmm. think that Udemy, because they do all these, I mean, they're great for the consumer, right? But as a yes, they are. it might not be so amazing. It's not a bad idea to have, honestly, it's not a bad idea to have like one or two courses in uh, a couple of different platforms just because you want your name out there. But a yeah. platform like Udemy that you can just search like, I, I don't know, like a life coach certificate and a course will come up. You never know, right. yours might come up when they're searching like insecurity or relationship advice or something like that, right? And mm-hmm. so that's exposure for you. However, the downfall of Udemy, which I think a lot of uh, people know now, is Udemy will have these like crazy Boxing Day sales or any kind of sales, really, like, any any time of the year, <laughs> and it'll yeah. be like ninety-seven percent off. So like your two hundred dollar course is now like three dollars. Yeah, that's <laughs> you like know the, what I mean. That's bad. Yeah, that's the downfall of it. <laughs> it's huge. It's a really big hit. And so if you're and so again, so if you have your course on Udemy and then you have the same course on Thinkific. And then people will realize no one's gonna go buy your course from Think of It. They're all gonna go buy it from Udemy, which is off three dollars on sale. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's what I was like platform. thinking about as well, because I was gonna open up either a Udemy or Skillshare course on teaching okay. people charisma. Well, yeah. Mine is different because that's yes. what I wanna do as coaching. Yet I was like thinking, hmm, is it gonna be more for the consumer or is it gonna be more for me? Because I might not be making a profit and they will be gaining the rewards from it. Yeah, but so you know what? At your, at, at your age, and it's not just about age. I'm not. I'm not ageist or anything. But you're just <laughs> like you have so much ages. potential. <laughs> you know, you have so much potential, and there's so much that you're gonna go on to do. And again, like the possibilities are just gonna be so amazing for you, Jay. What I would do if I just again, this is my humble advice. What I would do if I were you is don't even think about the money right now. Mm. Don't even think about. Get your name, get get the exposure, you know, put out as much free content as you can, free advice, free stuff, free giveaways, contests, whatever it is, get your name out there, build a relationship with people, that is going to be so important. If you did this for the next, like, five years, and you said, okay, you know, now I'm ready to monetize, even at that point, like, you might think, like, oh my god, it's five years, I'm not making money, but it's not about money, it's, it's, this isn't about money, this is about the kind of relationship and connection you exist. Your audience, you cannot put a dollar value on that. Your audience is priceless. Priceless, mm. right? Right, so right. Put as much free or, or low-ticketed low item as you can, as you want out there right now. That's that's what I would say you should do. But again, that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was planning to do. I was planning to go on YouTube, you know, do the whole videos kind yes. of thing, grow it then start selling the course later on if yeah, I want to. Yeah, I always wanted to like, you know, like coach like on the side or as my yeah. main thing to make value towards others and yeah. want to do more for them. Mm-hmm. Charisma coaching is really cool. I've never like heard anyone do that. That's really unique and cool. Yeah, it is really unique. No one knows, And you can like, tie how to that to like public speaking too, right? Networking, yeah. public speaking, marketing, all you need you need a little bit of personality for that. <laughs> you need personality for mostly everything. Like yeah. I yeah. believe like everyone like starts to like downfall because they don't have the people skills required to do yes. their things. It could be Absolutely. for like business, marketing, could be for negotiating, it yes. could be for relationships, it could mm-hmm. be first impressions, anything. Could be so many things. Yeah, you can even like prepare people for big networking events. That's another. Thing. Yeah, I just thought about writing right now. <laughs> yeah, networking it's, events. It's so creative, right? Like you can do so much with that. Right, right, and I like yeah. I know the steps towards it, and I already know what to do because again, always improving yourself, always doing better for yourself, yeah. and read. I've read a bunch of books. I've I bought some courses, and 
you know, I learned, I've experienced, and I know how to do this with people. Like, yeah, yeah. So do. that's why I want to know how to do it. And now I'm ready to go on YouTube, just start editing content, content, content. Yeah. Just, just shoot it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. YouTube is is a is a big platform. I don't think YouTube's gonna go away, honestly. It's not. At all. People are saying now that they're they're predicting like Instagram is dying out in the next three years. I don't really know. I don't have an opinion on that because I haven't done the research. But YouTube is here to stay. Your your email list is here to stay. Like Facebook yeah. is here to stay. You know. <laughs> Facebook, ton like a third of the population uses yeah. Facebook, and that is a lot. That of is a people. lot. Yeah. yeah, so, okay, on to the next question we yeah. have is, what do you want to do later on in the future for value-wise speaking? So, I want to expand my value. I want to expand my market. I want to continue to bring out courses. I want to continue to give out free stuff. Free stuff, I think I'm a big believer in that. So, I want to be, at a, I want to put myself at a place, work my way up to a place where I'm able to do more for free. Because, you know, my business didn't start out at, um, being just for money. Like, when I picked to go be a lawyer, that was all about money, money, money. But this, this isn't about money. This was more about, like, my, again, like, my sole purpose. This was about me finding, like, wow, like, is this really what I'm here to do? Because this is fucking fun. Am I supposed to swear here? I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. I swear. I swear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because this is fun, you know? And, um... The value, I just want to expand everything I'm doing. I want to reach, I want to reach bigger market. I just, I want to have the exposure of millions of people. I, I have the message and I have the delivery and I know that I can connect with people. And you know, if you don't connect with me or if you don't resonate with me, that's totally cool because you have to resonate with someone if, you, if they're going to make a change in you, if they're going to inspire something in you, right? So if right. people don't resonate with me, that is totally cool. I want them to go, I encourage even my own audience, I encourage them to follow people or connect with people who they respect and they look up to and, and they connect with. Like, if you don't like the way I talk or if you don't like my energy, nothing I say is going to make a difference in you, frankly. Right? Right. Obviously, like, my motto is, like, you can't please some people and you still have to reject others. Yeah, exactly. exactly. People will reject exactly. you. are not here for everybody, so Yeah. Yeah, you're not even even the people on with like millions of followers on Instagram. Even they like not the whole world. First of all, follows them or even their own followers. They're they're not all getting love from everybody, and that's okay. It's just a part of the game. But yeah, um, but yeah. So to bring it back, honestly, I just I want to do more. I want to do what I'm doing, but more of it. I want to repeat it. I want to be able to, um, you know, bring people on board on my team for me, just so that I'm able to focus more on content. Because right now, Jay, I mean, I'm sure you you can relate to this too. Is I do my own filming. I do my mm -hmm. own live, obviously, my own live videos. I do my own editing. I do my own scheduling. Like, I have the next 20 videos on YouTube ready. I have yeah. the next, and that's just how I've been from the start. No, seriously, I have, like, so it's a lot of work. So because of, like, the aggressive strategy of, like, the way that I do it, you know, my, my strategy is pretty aggressive, and it's not for everybody, and I get that, and I'm not going to push it onto anybody. It's not for everyone, but that's just me, and it's what I love. It's what I feel comfortable doing. But yeah, I just I want to bring more people on, on my team. I want to build um, a, a financial stability so that I can hire people so that I can focus on doing a live every single day. I can focus on filming every single day. I can focus on traveling, meeting, meeting different people and continuing to learn. Because as soon as you feel like, like as a coach, especially, I feel like as soon as you think, oh, I'm done, I'm done learning, your business is going to stop growing too. 
Right, you right. stopped growing when you stopped growing. So that whole ego of like, you know, like I know it all and I'm perfect. I'm a, you know, I always talk about this. It's funny. Um, on my YouTube videos, I always talk about how like people are putting like I'm a, they're they're referring to themselves as a law of attraction master, and I think mm. it's so funny because for for many different reasons, but because um, you know, we're all we're all masters. It's not right. a, a, it's not such a magical thing when someone is a master of their own life. That's how we all should strive to be. Mm. That's how it, it should be for everybody. We've just lost touch with our soul is I think what is what's happening is there's so many distractions. There's work, there's school, there's paying back your school loan. There's all these assignments. I swear to God, you just, I mean, you're in school. Maybe you could relate to this. All these pointless, assignments, they're not teaching you anything. No, they're not. I think in school, they should be teaching you how to, how to save for your retirement, how to, how to invest like stock buying stocks should be a course in school it should be a course in high school so there's so many things that they're like distracting you with like geometry like shapes like what is that going to do (laughs) seriously i i never used like 99 percent of it and um one of the things that i like like one of the one of the fewer things i like about having like you know having um a bachelor's degree is i just i'm able to like write better i'm able to speak better I'm able to widen my vocabulary, but that doesn't necessarily mean that someone didn't go, who didn't go to school isn't able to do those things. Yeah, obviously, it's more of like a self type of learn type of thing. Yeah, like, exactly. I feel like they should have that in school, how to learn by yourself. Because yeah. without it, then what's there to learn? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you, you don't to know always... how to sell, like you need to be you like sales skills is important. People skills and oh, yeah. here. If you have a nine to five job or if you have a business, you need to be able to sell. Because even if you have, even if you have a nine to five job, you have to sell yourself. Yeah. <laughs> constantly selling ourselves. You can believe it or not believe it, but you're you're doing it on a regular basis. And if you don't know it, then you're probably not good at it, you know? As like I told everyone, everything is a negotiation. You have to be selling something. Mm-hmm. Or either the other person or the other yeah. parties are gonna sell to you. Exactly. If you're not selling, you're being sold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always like that. Always the cycle, 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 cycle. Totally agree. Okay, so the next question we have for today for Negar is Do you believe in luck? And if so, why? <laughs> um I do believe I do believe in luck. And I think that Here's here's a step one, and I'll make it I'll make it really really short and really simple. Here's okay. here's the thing with luck is yes it, it's possible, but if mm-hmm. you don't have faith and if you don't have belief in yourself, forget it. There's no such thing as luck for you. Luck mm. comes with having faith. Luck comes with having the ability to have an imagination, to have the belief in yourself, and to dream and to be able to believe in your dreams. You just dream, or if you just daydream, and then you snap out of it, and you go on to whatever the hell you were doing before, and you don't really care. Your daydreams, your daydreams are something. They're, they're yeah. a message. So yes, I do believe in luck, but I believe in luck if you have faith first. Faith, yeah. Okay, because my idea of luck is something happening out of random coincidence, and yet they always fall into place later. Like before, like right now, I. I had to come running from the DMV again, and I didn't have some document with me or something, and I had to have faith in myself, like, oh no, I gotta, I need to like come up with something. I need to like move quick, 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 and I did, and 
and it came out i negotiated and, and it worked out for me because yeah. i believe that that was lucky because i put on myself in that position first mm-hmm. and then everything fell into place like yeah. i believe luck is putting yourself in there putting yourself right there and then having everything follow through yeah that is my definition of like yeah luck. yeah totally totally because without it then obviously you're gonna not do anything yeah and it's not gonna happen yeah totally the next question is what are the three essential things to any entrepreneur should acquire before or during the start of their business and why okay that's a really good one here is how i'm going to go about this question whether you are you know, not all of us are born into a family of, of entrepreneurs where everyone, your mom's a business owner, your dad's a business owner, your older sibling. So you don't, you, none of us, <laughs> not all of us get to like learn from a young age what it's like to be a businessman, what it's like to sell, what it's like to do this or that, right? So for everyone who is starting their own business, whether online or virtual or, you know, physical storefront, you, there, there is, your three things are going to be different. And I'll tell you why. Like for me, my, my the very, very, you know, the most important thing that I've learned, and I probably heard it, I learned it a very hard way, was right. I don't, I'm serious, I don't know how to disconnect from my work. And it's a mm. problem because when you're in it too much, you know, not even talking about the stress, okay, forget the stress, because let's say like I'm super passionate, so stress is very manageable for me, very, very manageable, it's not a big deal at all. Right. But when you're so into it, you, you don't give yourself any space to learn more. Like mm-hmm. I need to go and get energy, and I mean spiritual and physical energy, in order to put that energy into my work, into my business. If I don't have anything coming in, any source of energy coming in, whether it's knowledge, information, research, just you know, uplift, feeling positive and good and motivated, what right. I'm gonna run myself dry. I'm gonna I'm gonna just be empty, you know, after a couple months or a year or whatever. So mm. that was the number one thing that I learned, and I swear I learned it one of like the hardest way. Like it, I just it came down to tears and being like, I'm doing so much. Why isn't it working? <laughs> and as soon as I just said, you know what, I'm gonna go back to the the time where this was fun for me. This was just a hobby mm. because that felt better. It felt more like aligned. It felt mm. more like I was doing something I was supposed to, rather than making it into like a corporate thing. So. And so let's go back to when I said it's, it's different for everyone. So for me, that was one of the things I had to learn. For other people, it might be the other, I think the second like most important thing, to me at least, is being able to keep up with the work. Being able to keep up with the work means, let's say you have to work 14 hours a day, three days back to back. Are you able to keep up? Mm. And then the third thing, and which connects to this number two, which is hard work, and if you're able to keep up is, whether you're able to keep up is dependent on how passionate you are. And that's number three. Are you passionate enough to sit there? And I don't know what it is. Even if you're selling pins on Etsy, are you passionate enough to sit there and put the pins together 14 hours a day? Is your back going to hurt? Are you going to get tired? Are you going to get bored? Mm. If you don't have this like pressing, this like burning desire, not just to make money, not just to make it, not just to have a car. It's not about those things. But if you don't have that burning desire, like breathing, if your work is not your passion, forget it. At least in the entrepreneurship, it's not going to work for you, honestly. Because 
it, it is like it is true some days i'm working like 17 18 16 hours back to back like a couple of days and but i don't feel it because i'm so mm. excited to wake up and do it all over again and then again you know because you're your own business like you are your own boss you might do that three days in a row and then on the fourth day you might do nothing you might just go out of town just to have fun but you're the boss so you have to, you know, there's, I think it's more than three things, but honestly, my top three things, the first one is, I think is dependent on who you are and what you have to learn. So for me, it was learning to disconnect and detach for someone else. It might be patient for another person. It might be creativity. Maybe they're not so creative because they're so by the book. So they have to do things that bring out their creativity. And then I think the second one is, um, are you able to keep up with the work and the hustle? And if so, I think it depends on how passionate you are. So those are my three things. Mm, that's a good way to put it that's a good yeah. way to put it yeah i i honestly have a little trouble with like number two keeping up with the work because a lot of other things come and go and yet yeah. i try to find that balance in there yeah as more as as a student and then more like oh i have like you know some friends you know yeah. obviously they're supportive they i honestly told them hey we should like you know start a business together we should like try to do it right we should go for it mm -hmm. and obviously I have that and then it's still like the thing of it and I'm always trying to go push 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 forward yeah yeah okay so this is the longest episode I've recorded so we're gonna <laughs> ask like one more question and then we'll be done okay, so let me okay so this is the last one so okay. As a female entrepreneur, how do you find yourself with the backlash and the mostly everything? Like, is it worthwhile or is it bad or is it, you know, explain your experience on it? Okay. So with regards to like backlash, meaning like getting a little bit of hate or getting like non-support, the way that the best way that for me to, and listen, I got to be honest, right? I can only talk about what I've experienced because this is only about me. So I didn't experience a lot of backlash, meaning like, oh my God, what are you doing? Stop doing it immediately. So I didn't, I didn't get a lot of resistance from my family or from the community, but it was very hard to convince myself in the beginning that this was my purpose because I thought that like your career is supposed to be a corporate, it, like anything else it does not exist like a hobby. So I think I was my own limiting thing, you know, like I was my own limiting block in, in my life. And as a female, you mentioned as, as a female entrepreneur, and again, in the beginning, like three years ago, if you asked me this, I'd be like, oh, you know, Jay, oh my God, yeah, it's so hard being a girl. I, what? I wish I was a guy. <laughs> Seriously, I, I would have been like, oh my God, you have no idea how hard it is. But today, and I have to speak for today, and I have to be honest, I think that I was just I, it was me, like I was the one limiting myself. It had nothing to do with you being a girl or being a guy or whatever gender you identify with. It has nothing to do with that. I think, I think that it's just people, people put a lot of blocks and a lot of limits on, in their own way. Like I'll be like, oh my God, I'm a minority. I'm a girl. I'm this, I'm that. I don't know. What, I have no business background. You know, having no business background is just as hard for some people as being like a, a female entrepreneur. So um, so in, in that sense, I think that we create these blocks. We, we think it like we create the blocks first 
we create the block um, first in our own head and then we bring it to life. So, for example, me sitting there and thinking, I'm a girl who's going to take me seriously. Are you kidding me? You know, who, like 10, 15, 20 years ago, Oprah could have said that. Who's going to take me seriously? I'm a female. I'm I'm a minority. I'm not getting paid as much and I'm doing the same work. You know, that viral clip of hers where she explains how, um, how her the company that she the, the network was paying her a lot less than the, the male host that she was working with and they were doing the exact same job and right. you know if she had said that years ago I don't think like a lot of a lot of female entrepreneurs way back before even I existed paved the way and I think it's disrespectful I honestly it's just it's disrespectful to put blocks in your in your way because what did they work for you know just like justice just like freedom, just like freedom of speech, like people worked for this and people didn't yeah. just pave the way for us to come to like, oh, you know what? No, it's too hard. No, it's not too hard. And if it is, it's going to be worth it. If you're really doing something that feels aligned and feels good and feels like it's it's the right thing for you. And it's not about money or scamming people or coming up with the right ad and the Facebook. It's not about any of those things. I swear, I know business owners with like 350 followers. I swear to God. And they're my friends and I'm so happy for them and I support them and they don't do any Facebook ad or Instagram ad and they're killing it with their clients. Why? Because their content, it speaks fire. It speaks the truth and people relate to that. People relate to people. People don't relate, you know, Facebook ads work, funnels ads, funnel ads, like they work. I get that. But it's you, like you have to just take off one by one. You got to take off. Thank you again for being on the podcast. And okay, you're it was, welcome. It was amazing. It was a broad perspective to me and hopefully to others who are listening. It's really great. And that's it. So if you guys want to follow her, follow her on Instagram at what? And on her YouTube? At Inner Vibration, one word. Inner Vibration. And inner your vibration. YouTube is? Inner Vibration. All my socials are at Inner Vibration, one word, I-N-N-E-R. V-I-B-R-A-T-I-O-N. <laughs> right, so, thank you. Thank you for being on. Thank, thank you for you so much. Thank you. Thank you for everything. I Bye. appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jay. I wish you all the best. Bye. Thank you guys. This is Jay. Once again for listening to the podcast. It was mostly the interview E instead of the interviewer talking because I wanted to let you guys know how amazing inner vibration is and the amazing things she does. For to take one thing out of all of this, out of this whole entire long interview is don't follow the money, follow the passion, and then the money will follow through. That is the most essential thing you need to get out of this podcast, that the money doesn't matter as much as the passion. If you think about it, a lot of people who are successful, who have tons and tons of money to spend aren't really that happy in the inside because they are looking towards the materialistic things inside. I don't want to make this any longer than it is. So thank you for listening. Thank you. It means a lot. If you can share this podcast to people, please do so. Tag me on j.develops on Instagram and follow official.inspiry. And if you can, take a screenshot of the podcast, post it on your social media, on your Instagram stories, on the Snapchat stories. Anything helps. Even a five-star review helps me so much. Now, I do have an announcement to make. We do, we are offering email newsletters for people listening to the podcast. So if you don't have time to listen to a 10-minute podcast, 
yet you still have time to read a five minute article, then please do so because we are starting to roll that out. Me and my team are working hard at it to bring phenomenal articles every single week. So join us on the mission to make yourself the better version you can be. So go to bit.ly forward slash inspiree sign up. That is I-N-S-P-I-R-E-E sign up. bit.ly inspiree sign up. And you will automatically get weekly email articles dedicated to making you the best version you can be every month, every Wednesday morning at 6.30 a.m. PST or 10.30 EST. Now, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you guys have a great, great day. This is Jay signing off.